America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Joining me on Lincoln Live today is the chair of the Lancaster County Board, Rick Vest. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dale. Good to be with you again. I want to give you an opportunity, you as the chair of the board uh, and that of other board members, to respond to uh, Pam Dingman's conversation with me that aired Tuesday on this show. Uh, She spoke candidly. Uh, with some frustration in her voice about repeatedly, year after year, not having enough money to address long-term closures of bridges around the county. Some closed for as long as six years. And everyone knows it all is about the money. Uh, Engineer Dingman had her say on Tuesday, so I'd like your view this morning, Rick, and that of your fellow county board members to the budget-slash-bridge issue. It's a fairly broad question. You know, the budget is a big part of our responsibility as county commissioners. We, uh, the county budget is largely reliant on property taxes. That is the revenue stream that the, the state has allocated to us. And so that limits the amount of tools we have in our toolbox. Um, we, we have a broad range of responsibilities uh, the biggest portion of that is public safety. We are funding the county jail, the uh, county courts, the sheriff's department, the county attorney, and the public defender, and uh, some supporting agencies to those agencies. So that's, that is by and far the biggest piece of the budget. County engineering is an important part of the budget, And I think it's well documented the uh, problems that have existed in our infrastructure in Lancaster County, and those have been long-term. They didn't start last year or the year before. We've been hearing this for some time now. And I know that we're going to give a lot of consideration to that situation as we have in previous budgets. I don't know if your listeners will recall, but uh, two years ago, we gave a $3 million increase, the largest increase to county engineering in history. Uh, last year, we increased the budget by a $1 million, and we are going to continue our efforts to support the development of infrastructure in our county. 2021-22 county department budgets are taking shape right now. You're having department heads come in one by one, submitting their budget. Had an opportunity to listen to a budget discussion from July of last year, and I learned a lot, Rick. Uh, it was mentioned uh, a practice of MPO and a 90-10 split. Now, I know we're really getting into the weeds here, but for listeners who want to understand why and how the sausage is made... <laughs> Uh, in, in the county. Uh, and that drew some criticism at that meeting. So could you explain what is the MPO and help us understand the 90-10 split and why it matters? It's actually a very important topic for the future of Lincoln and Lancaster County, Dale, and I appreciate you asking. Uh, the MPO is a blended committee. It's the uh, Metropolitan 
planning organization, I believe is the term. Uh, there are two, the, usually it's the uh, city council chair and vice chair, the county board chair and vice chair are members, uh, the mayor is a member, and there is a representative from the Nebraska Department of Transportation. That, those six folks are the officials committee. There are actually a technical committee and maybe one other committee of the MPO, and what the purpose of it is is there's about usually a a, a fund of about 6.2 million dollars a year in federal funding that comes to the MPO. The MPO's responsibility is to uh, distribute that money in, into projects that enhance the development of the metropolitan area, which which in our case obviously is Lincoln typically and uh, use it to further promote growth and development. Uh, this is an addition. Now, this is outside county engineering budget. This is outside the Lincoln Transportation and Utilities budget. This is all federal money. Uh, we, Since I've been on the board, there's been an emphasis in finding an equitable way to distribute these funds. There was a a sense among county officials that uh, the the biggest entity, which is Lincoln, has got had gotten too much, too big a portion of the funds. I, I wasn't around in those years. I can't speak to it. What I can say is I've drawn attention to that issue. And let me just give a shout out. I hope I don't embarrass the man, but David Carey is the head of the planning department. Uh, in my discussions with Mr. Carey, he has been nothing but professional, understanding, and committed to doing the right thing for all the parties involved uh, in order to help promote equity. Uh, there was an initial proposal that the funds would be split 90-10. Uh, that was massaged around and a couple options were discussed and we have come to an agreement that all parties feel good about and the funds in the future and obviously you can't nail this down every year dale to the exact amounts year by year but over time the funds will be split 70 percent for city of lincoln projects 30 percent for county projects with the caveat that 20 percent uh so it'll be 70% city of Lincoln, 20% will be spent in the area outside the city of Lincoln city limits, but inside the three mile uh, zoning jurisdiction. So that brings us into projects like 98th street, which is in dire need of upgrading to pavement. And in that, that project from old Cheney to O street is in the, um, the short-term plan called the TIP. We could get all kinds of acronyms in here, Dale. But uh, that's why those projects are now going to be funded out of that 20%, and that will move, speed up the time frame for getting important projects like 98th Street, Northwest 56th Street, and other projects that are close to the city and will be in the city 
It will move them forward in a more expeditious manner. The remaining 10% then can go to county projects. That's the county side of things. I know it's complicated, folks. We have to appreciate the issues that our country cousins face out there. We'll continue this conversation as far as uh, funding bridges are concerned through the engineering department. But let's stand back and take a a macro view. What kind of shape is the uh, county in as as far as uh, the end of this budget process and approaching the 2021-22 budget year? I appreciate that. You know, we went through a very uh, year of great upheaval. Uh, We asked a lot of our folks and we had to to make accommodations, whether it was providing safety protection to people who uh, were obligated to deal with the public on an ongoing basis or if they needed to work at home and needed better uh, technology in order to be effective. And our departments responded very well. We've had a lot of times at this time of the year with our budget ending on june 30th dale we're looking at how much do we have to transfer over to bridge the gap for everyone because they've expended their budgets uh this year we've had good reports from a number of departments uh a number of them are coming in under budget and that's good news for the taxpayers of lancaster county we appreciate that So we're finishing up this year in good shape. Next year is going to be maybe the most interesting budget year in a long, long time, to say the least. We do have, we are receiving federal funding. Let me just declare it here first on your show that we have, uh, let me go to my inbox, Dale. I'm gonna give you a figure on the new federal a plan, you know, whatever you want to, whatever it's called. We got our first ARPA, American Recovery Program Act. Mm-hmm. We got a payment of $30 million, $30,989,000 uh, deposited this morning in Lancaster County accounts. So that is a massive amount of money that the county board is going to have to look at. Now, it's not just free range in that we can't spend it any way we want. There are very serious requirements, and obviously we're not going to spend something that we're not sure will be approved by the federal government because the last thing we want to do is have to repay. But we're going to be looking at options to provide the right kind of improvements for Lancaster County that will last for a long time to come. That's outside the the budget that we'll do with the property tax dollars. We are still early on in that process of putting all those pieces together. 30 million, that's a nice Christmas present in the summertime. (laughs) We've got smart people looking at it saying, can we do this? Can we do that? Well, is this an option? And so far we've got more no's than yeses. We are are looking, and this is early, early stages at uh, broadband services outside the city of Lincoln. Uh, Broadband services within the city of Lincoln, we are in the top five in cities in the United States for broadband services for a city of our size. Outside of Lincoln in rural Lancaster County, we are, our services rank in the bottom 20, 20 counties in the state of Nebraska. So there's a vast differential between broadband services in Lincoln 
and outside. And we want to look to see if we can do something that would better serve those folks in that area. Rick, unfortunately, we're out of time. We need to come back and we will. We'll continue to talk about this budget process as the county nears the end of its fiscal year at the June 30th, 31st, however many days are left in June. And uh, then it starts again. So we'll talk about bridges and we'll talk about uh, maybe there might be a better idea of where that 30 million can go. Some conversations may be centered around that. So we got a lot to talk about when we meet again in a month. Thank you, Dale. I appreciate the time. Lancaster County Chair Rick Vest joining me today on Lincoln Live.